Welcome to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime, the podcast where we discuss cybercrimes and how serious they can be, and, well, today we have a pretty good example of a very serious case. It is post-COVID times, and school has changed a lot. I was supposed to go to in-person college, and, well, I am not doing that. Currently, the pandemic is still going on. I'm certainly not denying that. In fact, this episode was delayed because I couldn't record at my dad's house because he had COVID, but no one really cares anymore, let's face it. And the Yankee Candle reviews for Does Not Smell Like Anything have gone way up. But schools are in person, mask requirements are dropping, no one has ever asked me to see my vaccine card. But a lot of schools did struggle during the pandemic, especially schools in smaller towns with limited resources and some haven't been able to get back on their feet after two years into the pandemic, even with a lack of anyone caring. So this is how a pandemic and a cyber attack took down a college that stood for over 157 years. Lincoln College is a college in my home state of Illinois, although definitely not my hometown. It's a small town in central Illinois, and the college survived the Spanish flu, the Great Depression, World War II, and even being on fire. I feel it's important to mention that Lincoln College was a predominantly black college, and not only that, but many of the student body comes from a low-income area. Staff and students alike believe that Lincoln College helps steer these students onto the right track, and they believe in troubled students when no one else would. Lincoln College is very culturally important to the small town of Lincoln, and it was struggling for a bit, but in the year of 2019, it had the highest enrollment yet, and things were actually looking good. Until 2020 hit. And that includes the COVID-19 pandemic. This was already a struggle. Some students paused their college careers in response to the pandemic, so enrollment levels dropped and less money was coming in despite the initially increased enrollment, which the college desperately needed. Lincoln College was also forced to spend new money for tech that allowed students to work on class from home, as well as new safety infrastructure in response to the pandemic. Still, the college may have survived had the final nail in the coffin not been a ransomware attack. President David Gerolch claims a ransomware originating in Iran would make its way onto the school's devices on December 19th, 2021, in anticipation of winter break, when things were kind of settling down for a bit. A ransomware is a malware that encrypts all or some of the data on a computer, and it effectively revoked access to the college's own systems. Gerolch would not specify how the ransomware appeared on their systems or how much the college would have to pay to gain access back, but simply told the Chicago Tribune it was under $100,000 US dollars, and even after the school paid up, it took months to fully recover and restore all the computers and network devices back to a functional order. Gerolch claims this is because the hacker sent a key that only partially decrypted the systems, which doesn't do you much good if, you know, you need all of your systems fully operational. And several months later is when they sent the second key that was able to fully decrypt everything. So even after this theoretically should have been cleared up, they really couldn't perform any of their usual activities. The issue with ransomware is that there's really no guarantee that the hacker will send you the keys even after you pay, so I'm really not too surprised this took so long to get the recovery keys. A ransomware attack can also be sneaky, staying dormant and undetected until it encrypts everything at the right moment. It may be smart for an attacker to wait to trigger the encryption, not only to ensure the ransomware has infected every machine, but also to ensure that it could have infected backups. Some methods to prevent ransomware are a regular malware scan, an intrusion detection system that will alert you to any suspicious activity, and of course, keeping regular backups disconnected from your network so that they cannot be encrypted. Cloud storage is also a good option for backups, especially if it allows you to restore old versions of files that are unencrypted. Not all cloud providers do this, so if you're using cloud storage as a ransomware prevention, check to see if it allows you to access old versions of your files. 
But all of these solutions involve money, money that Lincoln College may not have had. And many companies fall into the trap of not investing in security because it's frankly expensive. But good security will always be less expensive in the long run than no security, despite what it may seem like initially. Due to the ransomware, admissions activities could not take place nor could any institutional data be viewed by any of the staff at all. The college also claimed that systems related to student retention and fundraising were made unavailable on a statement on their website. I've linked an archived version of the website in my sources paste, even though as of today's date, Friday, May 20th, 2022, it is still live on the website. I used an archived version to ensure it's saved as is in case the website eventually goes down, which I predict may happen. But this lack of fundraising I just mentioned really stung. As I mentioned, Lincoln College was already doing very poorly financially and was trying to raise money to continue operations. Without access to admissions or retention, it would also be harder to project any future earnings or try to persuade students to stay with the college if they were considering transferring or even taking a gap year. Without being able to project this data, it would be pretty hard to see how long they could reasonably stay open, even if they were going to close anyway sometime in the future. The college may have ended up shutting down a lot earlier than anticipated due to this. Students may have even felt cut off or like the college didn't care, even though it's a major part of the community. Or maybe they were just happy they stopped receiving emails. I'd definitely be happy yet suspicious if I stopped getting emails all the time about my old school trying to make me give them more money, but that's just me. Unfortunately, information on the type of ransomware is unknown, as college officials will not disclose it, so I can't dissect it or say how it officially got onto the Lincoln College network. Ransomware is commonly spread through phishing emails or downloaded in a Trojan horse. Malware that appears to be legitimate, but is actually some kind of malware. In a targeted attack, some ransomware can even be directly placed on devices by a hacker through network exploitation. If I had to guess what happened to Lincoln College, I would say it was most likely phishing that led to the ransomware making its way onto the devices. But this is just speculation based on what is most common, and I don't know if the school is large enough that a targeted attack would make much sense, but that could be the culprit as well. The closure of this historic school is a tragedy felt by the town, alumni, current students, and staff. Fundraising attempts were made by students, including a GoFundMe that fell short of a $20 million goal, and Geralt even tried to reach out to Elon Musk to donate the money that was needed. $50 million in total was needed to save the school, which, yes, was a lot more than what the ransomware can justify, but like I said, the financial situation was pretty dire, and the ransomware certainly didn't help at all. The point of no return has passed, and no generous donors offering millions of dollars came out of nowhere to save the college. There is a good chance Lincoln College may have gone down anyways, with or without a ransomware attack, but it certainly sped up the decline and sealed the school's fate. Most businesses that are financially struggling will absolutely be doomed in the case of a ransomware attack, just based on the nature of said attack. No access to systems means no money can go in, and recovery from the attack means money is only bleeding out. The college shut down after its final semester on May 13th, 2022. Associates, bachelor's, and master's degrees have been given to graduating students, and yes, the college did offer all three, which I find very interesting. Current students who haven't yet finished their degrees are being advised by officials on how to transfer their credits so they can enroll in other schools. A transfer fair was even held to assist in finding a new college, some offering scholarships to the Lincoln students. There is going to be a lot of uncertainty in Lincoln, Illinois, as the school was a major employer in this small town and attracted students from other areas into the town to become patrons of local businesses. This attack does go beyond just the school. Cybercrimes in schools, and especially ransomware attacks, have become increasingly common. 
A cyber attack shutting down a school permanently has been unheard of as far as I know, but there have been cases of schools being temporarily shut down to manage these crises. Lincoln College was an important school for underprivileged kids in rural Illinois, and its presence will be mourned in the community. This isn't the first business destroyed by ransomware, and it's far from the last. And if we aren't careful, it may not be the last school, either. I hope that if we can learn one thing from this, it's to spread more awareness of cybersecurity in education for the benefits of the students and the staff alike. Thank you to the Chicago Tribune, EdScoop, NPR, CBS News, ZDNet, NBC, MSISoft for giving me information on this ransomware attack. And of course, a big thanks to you for listening to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime. My name is Chloe Donis, and until next time, stay secure.